This is Robbie Page. I'm the founder and leader of RGP, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I really hope that this inspires you. I hope that it builds you up. I hope that it makes you explore some of your very own thinking. And I hope it gives you perspective about your very own life. Enjoy the message. Y'all ready? Get your seatbelt on because we're about to get this thing started. Number one, success. We can all spell it. We all know what we may think it means. We all know what do we think success is. Right now, you may be thinking of Jason Witten. Maybe you're thinking of Beyonce. Maybe you're thinking of Donald Trump. Maybe you're thinking of Steve Jobs. Maybe you're thinking of George Strait. Maybe you're thinking, whoever you're thinking of, success. Now, I want to ask you to take it about 10 steps deeper for me. Life. Explain this to me. What does success in your life look like? Because instantly when I say success, some of you guys are thinking money. Money. They make a lot of money. Some of you are thinking, well, when you're, you know, when you're in upper management, so whether you're the manager, maybe you're the vice president, or maybe you're the president of a company, or maybe you're the district manager, or maybe you're the team leader, or maybe you're a particular leadership level, whatever it may be, some of you are thinking business, probably all of you are thinking business. Let me ask you a question. What does success as a woman look like for you? What does success as a woman look like for you? Is it weight? Is it hormones? For me, I'm 45. I've been on a journey this year of owning the season of menopause. I'm not going to treat it like an illness. I'm going to own it like a season and I'm going to win at it. So for me as a woman, it's my weight. It's how I feel. It's my energy. It's my hormones. It's looking like a total classy, amazing woman It's not showing my bra. It's putting on a cami because that's what they're made for. It's not wearing shorts that are too short or clothes that are too small. It's not exposing my cleavage. Like I've got a list, y'all, of what a woman, a successful woman looks like. Hair did. Makeup did. Jewelry on. And it doesn't mean I have to look like I'm going to prom. But that's my level of success as a woman that I choose to walk out every single day. What's yours? What's yours? Maybe for some of you girls, you're thinking, you know what? Honestly, I just want to get up in the morning. I have that too. I don't want to hit snooze. If I I hit snooze, let's see, today is, what's today? Thursday. Mm -hmm. I hit snooze on Tuesday and then I was irritated with myself. Within two seconds after I hit it, I thought, really? Really? your butt up. That's how I talk to myself. So maybe for you, it's getting up as a woman. I want to feel like I can get up. Honestly, for Robbie this year, as a woman, forget business, forget my marriage, forget my kids, forget my life, forget my church. Robbie Page set a goal to be successful in my Sundays being a day of rest. And I've achieved that. I've owned it and I've rocked it and I've taken names doing it. 
That is part of my womanhood that I wanted to do. Has it paid off in every category? Yes, it has. You guys, you can't escape one category from the other. They're going to all come together. But what are your goals as a woman? Also, what about what are your goals in success? What does success mean to you as a wife? What does success mean to you as a wife? As we journey through the month of September, some of you are going to think they've changed. It's September the 14th and it's changed. That's fantastic because we continue to lift our own lid every single time. Girls, when Rob sorry about that, when Robbie set out on how to be successful as a wife, for me many years ago was this, shut your mouth. That's what you're going to learn to do is you're going to learn to shut your mouth. You're going to learn to honor and respect. You're going to learn to be successful in honoring your husband, to be successful in respecting your husband, to be successful in not having the last word, to be successful in making love to my husband and never using sex as a game, to be successful in my appearance because we are, after all, their trophies. To be successful in reading and understanding about my husband. I didn't want my very best thinking of men to follow me all through the years of my marriage. So I began a journey reading for women only over and over. Love and respect over and over. Everything I've ever done, understanding Brian's disc profile, understanding his love languages. I wanted to be successful as a wife for Brian. Not because it made me feel better, but I wanted to be the best woman that God created for him ever. All right? Also, what about being a mom? What is success for you in motherhood? Maybe it's story time with your kids, girls. Maybe it's patience. Maybe it's getting breakfast on the table in the morning. Maybe it's not allowing the snooze button to steal your morning time. Maybe it's showing up to Carline on time. Maybe it's showing up to their games. Maybe it's understanding their love languages. Maybe it's, see, you get to fill in the blanks. Again, for me, I have two boys. So as I began a journey of wanting to understand the creature that I was married to, I'm a girl. I don't understand men. I'm a woman. I understand myself. I understand why I'm getting gray. I understand my periods. I understand PMS. I understand boobs. I understand all of it because I am a woman. I don't understand a man. So I had to venture out to understand a man. So therefore, God gives me two boys. <laughs> well, now I don't understand any of them. So therefore, I wanted to understand I have two boys that are completely polar opposite. I wanted to be the best mom for each person. The standard and the specific and the stable and the rooted mother doesn't change according to your personality. But I wanted to understand who you are. So motherhood was a big deal for me. Being in every single thing my boys did was a big deal for me, okay? And then for you girls work, what does success mean for you at work? Showing up on time, having a positive attitude, making a difference in the very place that God has planted you, became, becoming a workplace minister, 
Because, like, what is it for you at work? What is it for you saying nice things, not engaging in gossip? What does success look like for you? Is it getting a raise? Is it getting a promotion? What is it that you define success as at work? And then the last one is business. What does success in business look like for you? Brian and I were talking about this in the car this morning, and I said, you know, Success is success. I don't want you to own anyone else's success, but you know, Mario's taco truck to Mario could be huge game changer for Mario. He may was raised in Mexico. Maybe he was raised with no walls. Maybe he was raised with no running water. And now Mario has three taco trucks and he's able to pay his bills on time. And he's able to feed his children. And he's able to live in a home with his family. That is success to Mario. But what about Blue Goose? What about Don Pablo's? What about Joe T. Garcia's? What about Uncle Julio's? What about Mi Cocina? That's a whole different level of success. But it doesn't, doesn't diminish Mario nor does it snoot out Mikosina or Uncle Julio's. Question is, what is your business? What is your definition of success in your business? I'm a part of a business that I get to alter my level every single season that I choose. I get to elevate my very own lid in my business Every single season I choose to. I'm not stuck in a variable. I'm not stuck in a lid. I'm not stuck in a salary cap. I'm not stuck in anything. So it's a constant rethinking for my brain of what level of success is successful for me. I can tell you guys, and what Brian and I do for a living, we have achieved a level of success 99% of people will never achieve. But we're not done. So we can either go, whoo, man, we, we're, we're Mario with three trucks and man, we've done a great job. Or we could say, we're not Uncle Julio's yet. We are not Mi Cocina yet, right? So, but whatever business you're in, I want you to ask yourself, what's my current definition of success? Now, I'm going to read you the definition of success because I want to take you through point number two. The definition of success. Let me get some water. Number one, success says this. The accomplishment of an aim or purpose. The accomplishment of an aim or purpose. That's the definition of success. Write that down. The accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Did you know that's how simple the definition was? Here's my question to you. If the definition of success is so simple, why do you call yourself a failure? Because let me read to you the definition of a failure. Lack of success. What is definition of success? Go back to success real quick. The accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Go back to failure. Lack of success. Go back to success. The accomplishment or aim 
or purpose. So I have a question for you. We live in a world where one of the best things we love to shower ourselves with is I'm such a failure at that. I'm just failing at everything around me. I'm just such a failure of a mom. I'm such a failure of a wife. I'm such a failure of a businesswoman. I'm such a failure in my own business. I'm such a failure in my home. I'm such a failure. And that's a lie, y'all. That is a lie according to the definition of failure. So if the definition of failure is lack of success and the definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose, here's what I want to ask you. Show me on your paper, show me in your life, show me on your phone, show me on your mirror, Show me anywhere in your life where you have an aim or a purpose or goals established to be an incredible woman, to be an incredible wife, to be an incredible mother, to be incredible at work, to have incredible results in your business. Where can you show me pen to paper, pen to paper, your aim and your purpose in those categories in life? Because if you can't, can I maybe lift your little lid a little bit to get you to understand it's not that you're failing. It's that you just haven't gotten started. It's not that you're failing at anything. You just haven't started at anything. Because if we don't have an aim or a purpose, we can't call ourselves a failure. If we have an aim or a purpose and we fall just short of that, we're not a failure. We fell just short and we reset and we go get it again. But we can't call ourselves a failure. Don't be so proud of yourself, girls. That's not true. You can't call yourself a failure if you never set out to achieve an aim or a purpose. Why am I about to start crying? I feel like this is huge for you girls. I'm not gonna get emotional. Because here's the thing, the enemy's gonna tell you you're a failure and it's a lie. It's a lie, you just haven't gotten started. It's that simple. It's no different the other day, I did a huge mentorship call for um, a whole bunch of top end leaders for an hour and a half the other day. And I walked downstairs and I said to Melissa, I said, hey, can you please get me that recording so that I can give it to the ladies that couldn't make it. And she came back about 10 minutes later with this look on her face and she said, it didn't record. And when she said that, it clicked. And I said, I didn't hit record. <laughs> I didn't hit record. I didn't instantly go, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. Ah, no, I didn't hit record. So therefore, I didn't write down, record the call because it's Labor Day. I didn't write that down. I didn't set out for that aim or that purpose. So therefore, the results of that call didn't result as a failure. It just means I just didn't do it. I didn't even start for that. Does that make sense to you girls? Here's what we begin to do is we begin to pile up how we fail every single day, but we have no meat in the game to show our game plan, to show where our aim was, to show where our purpose was. But here's what I know to be true. When you set out to go to the grocery store with a list, you go to the grocery store with a list. What do you do 100% of the time? You get everything 
on your list. When we go to the grocery store and it's all right here, it's okay. Uh, I know what I need to get. 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 And then we come home and what happens every single time? Dang it. I forgot lemons. Mm. I'm not a failure. I didn't go out with an aim or a purpose. I did not set out with an aim or a purpose. So I didn't fail at anything. I succeeded at not going out with an aim or a purpose. I want you to release yourself from a lie. You are not a failure. You just haven't established an aim or a purpose. Deal? Knuckle bump? All right. I hope that right there is a game-changing reality for you. So, whether you think success is a level of life, whether you think success is a title, perhaps, whether you think success is a salary, perhaps, whether you think success as a mom is how our kids behave, whether you think success as a mom is whether your baby sleeps through the night, whether you think success as a wife is the intimacy between you and your husband, whether you think success for your weight loss, it whatever, my, my question is this, do you have a game plan? Do you have an aim or a purpose? Because listen to me. For Robbie Page, if it's menopause right now, I will not under any circumstance allow that to be a title on my life. I will not allow that to be a sickness over me. I will not allow that to steal the intimacy between me and Brian. I will not allow that to put 50 pounds of weight on me. I will not allow that to change my behavior. I will not allow any of that. So therefore, I have a game plan. And I am very successful in my game plan. And it is September. Way to go, Robbie. See that? If it's our children. I'm going to go to Melissa for a minute. She's sitting right here. If, If she is frustrated... With Levi, I'm going to ask her, so what is your strategy? You can't be frustrated if you have no strategy. And so therefore, and she doesn't do that. Melissa comes to me. She's like, okay, I need a strategy. Okay, mom of two boys, help me. Help me understand. what. Why is he crying? Help me understand. Okay, he's teething. Oh, okay. So strategy is Motrin, right? I mean, it's not that difficult. Strat- oh, why do my kids run around the restaurant all the time? Strategy is make them respect the table at home. That has to be your strategy. If they don't respect the table at home, they're sure not going to respect the table at Chili's. Why are my kids always getting spankings after nine? Because they're tired. Put them to bed. That's undue um, obedience. That's undue discipline. Strategy is back up the bedtime. Put them to bed. They're tired. Levi. I said to Melissa, hey, you have two choices, sister. You can either get a great night's rest or you can be up all night with your baby. What is it that you want to do? And she said, great night's rest. rest. I've never met a mom that said, no, I enjoy getting up every hour and a half on the hour every single night. Strategy. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be worth it. You guys, success isn't going to be fun. It's going to be painful. But it's going to be worth it. So we sat down and I gave all my heart to Melissa as a brand new mom. Did it work? Yes, ma'am. It was a strategy. It wasn't easy. It was painful. 
Is it worth it? Yes, ma'am. Brandon and Melissa have slept through the night. Levi's almost one. Mm -hmm. For at least, look, she's got tears in her eyes. For what, 10 and a half months? For a long time. So their intimacy isn't struggling. She's pregnant again, of course. <laughs> but uh, but y'all, if I want success in my marriage with a baby, you've got to have strategy on the back end. So she had a game plan. So Melissa has been highly successful in the how to get your baby to sleep through the night. Ask her about it. She'd be happy to share that. Listen, girls, whatever it may be, whatever it may be for business, ask yourself, what is my strategy? What is my aim and what is my purpose? If you have goals to hit a leadership level, if you have goals to get a pay raise, if you have goals to hit a different level in your company, ask yourself, what is my strategy to get there? This brings me to my biggest question of the day. Do you have time to achieve success? Do you have time to achieve success? T-I-M-E is one of the biggest, most defining, most liberating, most game-changing, most all of it, all of it, like Aniston says, time. Do you have time to achieve success? You girls on here, and, and, and I want you to hear this clearly. Again, one of the biggest things that we get on here is I don't have time to watch the broadcast. You don't belong in this group then. You, you flat don't belong here. Time is the biggest excuse and the biggest reason to success. I'm going to say that again. Time is the biggest excuse and the biggest reason behind success. Okay? Number one. Do you have time to achieve success? It's not easy. It's hard. It's a battle. It's a sacrifice. It's an investment. But let me tell y'all something. We all, as a mother, as a wife, as a businesswoman, as a leader, as a friend, as a matriarch to a tribe, as a, as a mama Robbie to many small children, I appoint my time. The time that is not appointed is devoured. The time that you don't appoint will be devoured. And I can tell you girls, on a journey to success, we don't have time to be devoured. And I can tell you that when you appoint your time and you are 100% sold out to your appointed time, the other time isn't devoured. It's just rest. It's just rest. Melissa and I sat right here on this couch yesterday and we watched a show for what, an hour and a half? <clears throat> an hour and a half. Easy. We both laid down. Hour and a half. We checked our brains out. We watched a show and it wasn't devoured time. See, that was rest time that was appointed. See that? When we start to question balance, when we start to question um, rest time, it's because we haven't succeeded in our appointed time. When you've succeeded 100% effort in your appointed time, 
then the rest is either rest, it's checking out, maybe it's having fun. There's no guilt in the rest of it, you guys. Do you have time to achieve success? 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That girls perhaps could be the only thing every single one of us have in common. Every single one of us have the exact amount of time. 365 days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That won't change based off of how many kids you have. I hear it all the time. Uh, trust me. I hear it all the time. Yeah, but you only have two boys. I have three. Yeah, but I have a baby. You don't. Yeah, but you don't have to get babysitters. I do. Yeah, but like I've heard, I'm sure you can imagine everything that I hear. And I just smile. I don't argue with people's mentality. I, I don't try to change your mentality. I may just smile. So if you're ever talking to me and I just smile at you, just know I'm going to let you think that way. Because I don't have time to think that way. And so in all reality... 24 7 365 what will not change is where you were born the degree that you have who you're married to what your husband's like how long you've been married how many children you have the the stress or the the greatness that you've walked through your children the job that you got let go of the job that you just got your commute to work how much you get to sleep how much you weigh how much you don't weigh, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. Nothing cares about 24-7, 365. Nothing is going to change 24-7, 365, period, the end. Your walkout this whole entire month of September is this. Do me a favor and never again use the words, I'm so busy. Number one, never again use the words, I'm so busy. Number two, listen to how many people use the words, I'm just so busy. I'm just so busy. It's just so busy and we're just so busy and we're just so busy and busy and busy and busy and busy. Busy has become the new sash. I am Mrs. Busy because it makes me sound so important, but it makes me realize I've achieved nothing and I'm so busy. Because sometimes we've got to look, if you are busy and your life is not where you want it to be, then you're busy. If your life is full, I have a full life. Uh, none of you want to see my calendar today. None of you want to see my calendar today. Brandy even asked Melissa, what was it? Does Robbie remember that she has, was it live? Uh -huh. Does Robbie remember that she has live on Thursday morning? And what did you say? I said, yes, that's just how we roll. Yes, that's just how we roll. I'm not busy. My day is full because guess what? Who is the author of my day? Me. Who gets to plan my day accordingly? Me. Who gets to do what I want to do? Me. Nobody owns my 24-7, 365 but me. And here's what I've learned to be successful in is how do I feel at the end of a busy, so busy day? Do I feel like I've conquered the world? Do I feel like I made a difference in my own four walls and my children and my husband in my paycheck, in my success, <clears throat> in my time, 
in my tribe? Do, do I, how do I feel at the end of the day? Because here's the reality is how we lay our head down at night. We can't escape that feeling. There's nothing better than laying in bed going, what a great day. I, I feel like I just got up. Woo. But what a great day. Y'all, that's not busy. That's full. And that is a successful day because everything in my day was appointed. Even my rest time was appointed. Even if I choose to watch TV, I only TiVo because I can't stand all the commercials. All the time I sit down and I may check out for an hour, that's appointed. So I'm fired up about it. Listen, girls, do you have time to become successful and achieve success? Because if you are busy, you don't have time. If all you tell people is how busy you are, you don't have time. If all you paint is the, the vision of the reality of carpool, and then I got to get my kids here, and then I got to get my kids there, and then I got to make dinner, and then I got to have dinner, and then I got to bathe my kids, and then I got to go over there, and then I got to go to the store, and then, oh my God, I'm, oh my God. That does not sound attractive, girls. If there's anything I wish I could get women to do is stop sounding like that. We all know we have a life. We all know, we all know, we all know, we all know. However, my day is full and I'm so grateful that I get to do my day. I don't have to do anything. I get to do everything that I choose to do. All right, now, next point, goals. We talked about the definition of success is an aim or a purpose. Goals. Let's talk about goals. Number one, do you have any written down? Do you even have a target? Do you even have goals written down? And I'm not talking about in your mind. I'm talking about on paper. Robbie Page has two ways that I put my goals down. Number one is on paper, writing them down. I call that my 75. I call that my 75, a list of 75 things I choose to achieve in my day, life, month, five years. I have a five-year vision. I stay in a five-year vision. I'll talk about that here in a minute. But I make a list of 75 things that I want. Doesn't necessarily mean I need them. I don't care. We, Mike Murdoch says, we will never chase what we need. We will always chase what we want. So therefore, I write down 75 things I want. Some of it's material, some of it's income, some of it's money, some of it's peace, some of it's reading, some of it's going for a walk, some of it's how many days this year I want to work out or this month. Some of it, I'll never forget Stephen Furtick said, I don't think to myself, I have to work out five days this week. I think to myself, my goal is to work out 21 days this month. And I begin to count backwards. I thought that was so profound. So some of it's that. What else are some of the my 75s that I've had? Some of it is new relationships. Some of it is never, ever, ever saying no. I go through seasons on my 75 that I'm going to live in a yes season. Everything's going to be a yes for me. And then I'm going to figure it out. See, I, I, all of it, it's tangible and intangible, but it's written down so that I can go back like I can in this journey. Maybe I'll go dig those up for you girls <clears throat> to show you, you know, Robbie today in 2017, 
Maybe I should go and show you my journals over the last 10 years so that you can go, wow, you wrote that down seven years ago. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Wow, you wrote that down three years ago. Where I live, what I do, what I drive, the tribe that I have, the success that I have is not a mystery to me because I write it down. Does it take time? Perhaps I live on one calendar. That's not my calendar. However, I know God's not going to come down to earth to help me get off the couch and go achieve success. But I do believe in his perfect timing at his perfect time on his perfect calendar. So therefore, I've got to keep working. I've got to keep working. I've got to keep working. So the life that I have today is by no surprise to me because I've written it all down. All right. Then the other one is a visual dream board, visual goals. What I should do, I'll take a picture for you girls, but upstairs I have a dream board goals. And so it's, it's material. It's in, it's not material. It's tangible. It's non-tangible, but I cut things out of a catalog or I cut things out of a magazine or I print things off of the internet and I post them so I can see them visually. That's how I roll. And our new master that we have going up, our addition, in my new closet, I have an entire wall that's going to be all dry erase and cork because I want to see where I'm going. Our life will always go in the direction of what we see, what we say, what we speak, what we believe, and what we do. 100% of the time. Good or bad. Good or bad. Okay? Remember that, but we're not talking about the bad today. So that's the two ways I write down my goals. That's going to be some of your homework. You're going to love the ebook. I'm telling you for now, start to write some things down. You guys, you can always transpose it from paper to your ebook. When you get that on Friday, Callie, maybe we should early launch it a little bit earlier for you girls. Cause this is a full month. I hope you guys have time to achieve success this month. That's how I do. Now, let me talk about time. I establish in my particular business two weeks. We have two week redemption time. So I establish two weeks. I establish 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, a year, and five years. Those are what I round my life around. Of course, I have a 10 year vision. Of course, I'm already thinking 55 years old. Brian and I just had dinner the other night. And we talked the other night about when we're 55. See, we're already seeing 10 years down the road. My question to you is, do you only have a two-week vision? Because if you do, success is going to be difficult for you. So many of us are not willing to think to ourselves, I'm 45 years old. What makes me think that I'm going to achieve a lifetime of success in five minutes or five days or five weeks? It's not going to happen, girls. We've got to have a bigger vision. Be fair to yourself. Now, here's what can begin to become successful in an instant is our marriage. In an instant, we can change the wife that we are. In an instant, we can begin to change the parent that we are. In an instant, we can begin to pick up books. In an instant, we can begin to check in to our very own life. In an instant, we can do stuff like that. But when it comes to transformation, you got to give it some time. We can conform. 
A lot of people will conform to RGP for the first 30, 60 days because it's new and it's fresh. We're in September now, girls. Some of you guys are thinking, I don't know if this is worth it. Or some of you girls thinking, man, I'm in it to the end because this is, this is causing me to struggle a little bit. Like I'm having to pull back some layers a little bit. That's when transformation begins to, to, begins to start. Let me say this to you. If you go to the, to the movie, the um, Transformers, think about that movie for me. I wrote an entire series on that movie. Think of Transformers. We love Bumblebee, don't we? We love how big, how yellow, everything is just, everything goes through and he's so big and he's so mighty and he's Optimus Prime. That's a Transformer, right? All these big guys and they come back into a car, right? That's a lot of our lives, girls. We are a car and you nick us wrong you offend us. We don't succeed. It may be some goals that we have set this week. Our husbands don't appreciate our growth. Throw it all in there and we become Optimus Prime. This isn't going to work. See, I told you, maybe God changed his mind because I haven't achieved success and here's the reality and my husband doesn't appreciate me and I mean, I know we've been married for 15 years and you know, I'm a 30 day high right now, but he doesn't believe my 30 days. He only believes my 15 years and Optimus Prime and then Oh, take a big deep breath and now we're back in a car and we look so polished and so pretty. Let's Let's fix our hair, put some makeup back on, freshen up the sweat a little bit from the fit. Hi, I'm a car. That's not what we're looking for here. Explain to me how you can help your children understand that a butterfly didn't start at a butterfly. That's your story, girls. Have you ever watched how a butterfly becomes a butterfly. Go YouTube it. It's painful. It's gumpy. It's gross. It's bloody. A butterfly started by crawling face first on the ground. And it had to get in a cocoon. And girls, some of us are in a cocoon. Some of us have survived a cocoon. Some of us are just now getting in a cocoon. But we today are looking like a butterfly. And that is my point for y'all. The transformation truly comes in a butterfly, not in a car. They should call transformers conformers. They conform to the moment. They conform to the environment. They conform to the battle. I encourage you guys to see a butterfly as a transformation. Look at your child today and say, see that beautiful monarch butterfly? Can you believe that was a hairy, disgusting worm on the ground? They're going to look at you like you're crazy. Show them the process. Girls, listen to me. All of us are butterflies that have gone through a cocoon. The question is, don't struggle so fast to get out of your cocoon. Do you know that if a caterpillar falls out of a cocoon, they die in an instant? That the amount of pressure and blood and intensity and lack of oxygen and inability to squirm and tightness and the time, all of that 
is appointed. That's appointed time. If you devour your time and you fall out of the cocoon, you know you are not a butterfly sister. You're dead. You guys, here's the thing. All of us are butterflies. All of us have been in a cocoon or maybe we're back in a cocoon because I want you to not conform. I don't want you to be bubblebee. I don't want you to be um, Optimus Prime. I want you to be a monarch. That's what I want you to be. Success is a monarch. A monarch butterfly has achieved success. I hope when you see a butterfly from this day forward, you think, Oh my God, the amount of success you've had to walk through is unreal. Like that was tough. That was tough. See, a butterfly doesn't have a choice to cheat the system. A butterfly doesn't have a choice to make a mistake. A butterfly doesn't have a choice as to when it wants to get out of the cocoon because it's a little bit too hard. If it does, it dies. A butterfly is in it to win it. Girls, are you in it? To win it because my heart for every single one of you is to become a successful monarch that's my prayer for you girls now let me wrap up with this one more thing for you girls and then again hear me I've got more notes I didn't even touch but this is a great beginning so I'm gonna promise you a whole lot of lives on this page you don't have to listen to them if you don't want to you can get in your cocoon and let's journey through this time together. I want to finish with this because I'm going to leave you some thinking. I'm going to leave you some thinking. Is The last point for today is this. Success versus significance. This is something that our mentor that we, uh, we, we hired a life coach and a business coach this year. You guys all know about Tony. He asked us this question back in February, and it rocked my world pretty heavy. He said this, <clears throat> is your goal to be successful or is your goal to be significant? And girls, now you have to let me talk about Robbie because I have achieved a huge amount of success. So in my last part of my life at 45, achieving things that still blow my mind today, I am now pouring out to you in significance. I am now giving you everything I can through significance. However, 10 years ago, none of you would have been in RGP because I didn't have the success to pour in significance to you. Could it be... That through social media, maybe through a post, maybe through trying to get likes, maybe through trying to do whatever, we're chasing significance, but we haven't really achieved success. Are we trying to be significant, but our marriage is struggling? Are we trying to be significant on social media, but really our life is falling apart? Are we trying to be significant amongst our friends, but yet nothing matches up? Focus here first, girls. We're going to carry those two words with us throughout this whole journey. Some of us have got to chase success far longer right now than we are trying to be significant. Where significant matters today is in your four walls, is with your children, is with your husband, is finding a husband, if that's what you're believing in, 
is asking ourselves some deep questions so that our financial capacity can change, whatever it may be. That's my question for you is, are you trying to achieve so much significance that the success in every area of your life is struggling? Because for a lot of you girls right now, it's not about being significant. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe money doesn't matter to you. Maybe your account doesn't matter to you. Maybe your marriage doesn't matter to you. Maybe all you want to do is go to another country and become a missionary and pour out. That's beautiful. Then go be successful in that. Whatever it may be, maybe you just want to save your marriage. Go be successful in that. But girls, listen, don't try to be significant before you're willing to become successful. A monarch butterfly today is significant to us only when you understand the success that it's had to achieve. So the significance of the beauty of it is understandable. We're going to journey through those two words a lot this month because I've helped so many people realize you want friends more than you want to be successful in your marriage. You want people to notice you far more than you really want to achieve success so people will notice you. You want to have a voice on social media, but you don't have the following yet because success hasn't followed you. I had some girl, a girl say to me, oh gosh, was it like 60 days ago or something? We drove out of town about four hours away to train a hungry group of leaders. And she said to me in tears, she said in our particular business, she said, you know, I've always driven six hours anytime. Jen Sexton, you're on here and I know you get this girl. She said, I've always, I've always driven six hours. Anytime you open it up, I'm driving six hours. Erica Alexander will say the same thing. She drives four hours round trip to come to a Bible study or to come to a training that I'm doing. And she said with tears in her eyes, I'll always drive six hours to come listen to you talk if you will allow me to. And she said, because nothing about me is the same when I leave. And I said, let me, sit, let me make something really clear to you. 10 years ago, when I just got started, you wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been worth your time because you didn't know who I was and I hadn't achieved success. You drive six hours to hear me speak today because I have done things most people will never do. I have achieved levels most people will never achieve. I have a marriage most people will never have. I have boys most people will never have. I have sold out to more spankings, eating more vomit, throwing it back up and eating it again than most people are willing to. I have slept less than most people are willing to. I have read more than most people are willing to. I have done more than most people are willing to. I have become successful in the very things that I have chosen to. That's why you drive. You don't drive because I just got started. My marriage looks like it did 10 years ago. Because Reagan said to me 15 years ago, I don't ever want to marry a woman like you. That's not why you drive. You drive because I'm a monarch today. That's why. And so you guys, that was so big for her. And here's what I said. I want you to remember, chase success, whatever that may look like, whatever that may look like. And so I sit before you girls today to wrap it up with this. 
I want to pour my soul out to you this month. It's worked for me. I'm not done. I still got to become whatever the next butterfly is. But let's do this together. Let's lock arms so that at the end of this month, nothing about our life looks the same. Financially, I'm talking about money this month. I'm talking about financial increase. I'm talking about relational increase. I'm talking about marital increase. I'm talking about intimacy increase. I'm talking about motherhood increase. I'm talking about peace increase. All of it. It has worked for me and I'm going to pour that out and I'm going to surround you with people that I surround myself with and it's worked for them. I'm going to finish with this. I want to read you this. It was read to us last night and I about fell out of my chair. I looked at Brandy and I said, I've got to have that. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts spoke at his son's middle school graduation. From time to time in the years to come, I hope you will be treated unfairly so that you will come to know the value of justice. I hope that you will suffer betrayal because that'll teach you the importance of loyalty. Sorry to say, but I hope you will be lonely from time to time so that you don't take your friends for granted. I wish you bad luck again from time to time so that you will be conscious of the role of chance in your life and understand that your success is not completely deserved and that failure of others is not completely deserved either. And when you lose, as you will from time to time, I hope every now and then your, uh, your opponent will gloat over your failure. It is a way for you to understand the importance of sportsmanship. I hope you'll be ignored so that you know the importance of listening to others. And I hope you will have just enough pain to learn compassion. Whether I wish these things or not, they're going to happen. And whether you benefit from them or not will depend on your ability to see the message in all of your misfortunes. Ah, that makes me emotional. July 8th of 2017. With that, you guys have an amazing day. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there are just a couple of things that I would love for you to do. Number one, go subscribe to our podcast. That way, the most recent episodes will always be in your feed waiting for you when you're ready to listen. Number two, go visit RobbiePage.com to learn more about the mission and vision of RGP and how you can get involved.